Dig a Bit, a podcast for women who want to dig into the meat of God's Word for a bit. We are glad you have taken a few minutes out of your day to listen. Our host is Cindy Colley from thecolleyhouse.org. Now grab your Bible and let's dig in. I hope you're having a good day. I just want to share with you just a few thoughts as I'm thinking from the book of John. I'm reading through those first eight chapters of the book of John and seeing the glory in those signs that we're seeing in the book of John. And as I get to chapter five, I've seen that he turned the water to wine in John chapter two. He told this woman at the well in John chapter four among the Samaritans all that ever she did. And she went back and told what he had said and many of the Samaritans then believed on him. And then in John chapter four, he healed from afar that nobleman's son and that son became better at the very hour that Jesus spoke his healing. And then in John chapter five, we have the healing of the man at the pool of Bethesda. This is really interesting because it says there in John chapter five and verse two, that pool called Bethesda in the Hebrew tongue had five porches. And that's kind of hard for us to imagine, but I went to that pool when I was over in Israel last May, and it was just very interesting because, of course, there would have been a porch on either of four sides of that pool, but right down the middle, there also was a raised portion, actually kind of a a walkway down the middle of that pool that was concreted down to the bottom, and so, or stoned down to the bottom, or whatever they did in that day, and actually that pool had a porch in the middle. So it really did have those five porches. Not that we doubted what the Bible said, but it was just very interesting to see that that pool had five porches. It had a porch out in the middle of the pool. So that's a side note. But anyway, he had just healed this infirmed man at the pool of Bethesda. And then at the end of John chapter five, we have some significant, uh, a significant text there where Jesus is just giving them a proof text of his glory. He's saying, these are the things, these are the reasons that you should be seeing my glory. And he says, uh, well, first, the first one was John. He said, he has borne witness of me and you have heard him bear witness and his witness is true. And he used John for proof number one that I am from God and he was prophesied in as we talked about last time in the book of Isaiah he was the one that God said he was going to send sure enough God sent him multitudes came out and were baptized of him he bore witness of me he said one is greater than I is going to come one whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose and so He said, first off, John bore witness. So what else, Lord? Well, next, he said the miracles. But I have greater witness, verse 36, than that of John, for the works which the Father has given me to finish, the same works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. Well, you know, I just named a bunch of miracles that he, a list of miracles that he's already done, and they know about these, and they bear witness of him. And then he says, the scriptures, including God, 
the Old Testament scriptures, including the voice of God and the voice of God. Let's just say number three is God because we have John the Baptist, then we have the miracles, and then we have the Father himself has sent me, has borne witness of me. But you didn't hear his voice. His voice came already from the heavens. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. But you're not listening. You're not hearing his voice or seeing, and you've not seen his shape. And you have not his word abiding in you for whom he has sent. Him ye believe not. He says the Father has also borne witness. And he did that both in the Old Testament scriptures and at the time of his baptism and through these works. So we have John the Baptist. We have the miracles. We have the Father. And then he says, you search the scriptures because in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. The Old Testament scriptures testified of Jesus. All of those hundreds, really, of messianic prophecies are those which testify of me, and still you will not come to me, verse 40, that you might have life. And then he says an interesting thing right here. I receive not honor from men. You're not honoring me. You're not glorifying me, but I know you, that you do not have the love of God in you. I am come in my Father's name, and you do not receive me. If another shall come in his own name, in his own name, you would receive. You will receive. How can you believe which receive honor? I want you to get that this word is doxa. How can you believe which receive doxa one of another and seek not the doxa that comes from God only? He's using our word here. Don't think that I will accuse you to the Father. There is already someone who accuses you, even Moses, and you trust in him. You've set your hope on him. For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote of me. Number next is Moses. So we have John the Baptist. We have the miracles. We have the Father. We have the Old Testament scriptures. And now we have Moses. Christ is giving them an airtight case here. If they'll open up their hearts to this doxa. And he says, this honor, this doxa, this glory that you're giving one another, you're misplacing that glory. You're not seeking the glory that comes from God only. You're not seeking me. I am. He has glorified me in all these five ways that I just listed. John the Baptist the um, Old Testament scriptures, the miracles, the Father, and Moses. He's glorifying me in all of those ways, and you're rejecting that glory. Let's notice finally in John chapter 6, verse 30, and by the time we get to John chapter 6, verse 30, he's already fed the 5,000 with the five loaves and the two fishes, and he's walked on the sea and then conveyed that ship to immediately to the land to which they were going. So he has really wrought great signs among them to prove his doxa, his glorification by God. And yet they ask this question in John 6, verse 30. Let's notice first that they were looking for him. They found him missing. That's because he went walking on the sea. And they were looking for him. And Jesus said, you don't seek me. You seek me not because you saw the miracles, 
but because you did eat of the loaves and you were filled. Hello? These men right here were there when Jesus fed the 5,000 people with five loaves and two fishes. And then he goes on to teach them 27, labor not for the meat which perishes, but for that meat which endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man shall give to you for him, has God the Father sealed. God, God's the witness again, the Father. The signs, we have the signs there, the miracles, and then we have the witness of the Father. And then they said, well, what shall we do that we might work the works of God? And Jesus answered, this is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent. And then they asked this amazing question in verse 30. They said, well, what sign do you show us then that we may see and believe? What do you work? And then they go on to this discussion about our, you know, you could give us bread. God gave us bread from heaven in the Old Testament and Jesus begins to teach them about the bread of life. But I just want you to notice that question. These are the very men who were there when the 5,000 were fed, and they're still asking for a sign of his glory in verse 30. I'm just going to say this. If you want to reject his glory, nothing's going to do it for you. Maybe, I mean, they were there when he, he fed the 5,000. And maybe that's what we read about in the book of Luke, chapter 16, when we read about the rich man and Lazarus. And there, you remember, the rich man wanted someone to go back from the dead and teach his brothers. And what did Jesus say there? Remember, the rich man said, I pray you, therefore, that you would send him to my father's house, for I have five brethren, that he may testify to them, lest they also come into this place of torment. Let Lazarus go back and tell them. And Abraham said again, they have, Mo here it is. They have Moses, they have Moses, they have the prophets, that's the Old Testament scriptures. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went into them from the dead, they will repent. And Jesus said, If they don't hear Moses and they don't hear the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. If, they, if you want to reject the glory, if you want to honor one another rather than, and this rich man, remember, he was a man of great honor on the earth. He had the doxa of other people. But if you want to reject the doxa of God and misplace that glory and give glory to each other rather than to God, then you're going to do that no matter what the sign is. They had been there. These people in John chapter 6 had been there for the feeding of the 5,000. And then they said, well, what are you going to do so that we can believe you? incredible so here we have Jesus airtight case we'll just review for a second the testimony of John the Baptist the testimony of the miracles that he did the testimony of the father the testimony of the Old Testament scriptures and the testimony of Moses and of course some of those overlap with others those were all the testimonies that they could look at and see that Jesus fit the Old Testament prophecies. He was the one Moses was talking about. He was sent from God because he could do the amazing signs. And yet they were still rejecting that glory. And who were they honoring? One another. We can do that today. We need to be really careful that we esteem the words of our Savior and the words of the inspired 
men who gave us our new covenant and that we do not reject that glory, that we continue to honor Jesus Christ as deity, as having come from the Father, and that with not only our words and our evangelism, but with our lives, we continually offer Him praise and glory. Let us not be people who say, show us a sign. Let us be people who say, we believe the evidence. Hope you have a good day, good rest of the week, and I hope you're enjoying the study of John.